everybody, welcome to the Devin Hour Podcast. My name is Devin, aka Hi. Devin Too Woke. <laughs> and I have the co-host of it's all It's me, co-hosts. Joe. Joe. <laughs> so welcome to the Devin Hour, our Monday shit talking segment with the co-host Joe. We cover pop culture, hot topics, news, and so much more. And what I mean by more, that means we're just going to just continue just ranting and telling people how we feel about them. <laughs> so there you go. The That's more our- we mean us. Us. <laughs> we're the more. <laughs> we're the more. Just to update you on what's going on with my week, I have done absolutely fucking nothing besides working. And honestly, I've had it. <laughs> I've had it. You need a vacation. It's summertime. I do need a vacation, but, you know, obviously, the only place I really want to go to is Trinidad. And so go. But Trinidad is under lockdown still. Mm, hey, good for them. I know, right? That's <laughs> right. They've they been probably on- in there living their best life with no fucking outsiders. I think they recently because. OK, so there's a big immigration problem going on in Trinidad right now with like Venezuelans coming in because obviously if if everyone has been painted to the news yeah refuge and like um the dictatorship going on in Venezuela so there's been a lot of people going to Trinidad because Trinidad is so close Mm -hmm. so that's why they're in another lockdown because I think all the immigration to the country and obviously you can't really do much when people are coming into your country illegally um Mm -hmm. as far as like COVID and stuff goes so yeah, that's why they're on another lockdown and stuff and trying to figure that out. But I hope they get out soon so they can open up and I could go see some family, eat some fresh island food. That's what I would do for a good Hawaiian meal right now. Right? So that's what I've been doing. Just absolutely nothing besides working. Also, I invested in a pair of Reeboks. Very happy about it. Here he go again with his sneakerhead bullshit. Listen. This is becoming a thing, and I'm living for it. I just don't know when it's going to stop because these shoes need to stop looking so good. I don't want to hear about it, okay? <laughs> we <laughs> sustainability is is on my list of topics, and you're not practicing. <laughs> I know it's bad. It's Shaking so bad. my head. Nothing's being sustained, the nature or my being. Without any beating around the bush, let's get to what everybody's here for. Now, let's get into the mess. The drag, darling. <laughs> so, we have a list of topics here um, that we have accumulated throughout the week that we really want to mm. touch base on. So, I guess we could just go down the list. We could start off with ASAP Rocky and confirming his relationship with Rihanna. How she was like, how he was like, she is the love of my life, just like Drake. Rihanna's like, you hear that? Who said that? Right. Uh, you're, I want to know is, what, what she got there. The question is, does Rihanna know that they're in a committed relationship? Does she know that they're oh, in love? Screaming. Because I think Rihanna right now is just, you know, feeling the moment. Maybe she bored. Yeah. We're right. in a pandemic. Everybody get lonely. Right. And just having, I guess, one consistent dick is, you know lovely for her he might think it's more than what it is i think rihanna is just 
love in the moment and then once she's done with him she's going to move on to something of, of her i time. wouldn't assume i just hope that they're a cute co- they're a cute couple you know like they're both fashion forward he's <laughs> asap rocky and she's rihanna you know <laughs> he's asap <Yeah>. rocky <laughs> i really can't like he doesn't have any other redeeming qualities about him other than being fashion forward and being asap rocky and his fashion forward sense comes from having a fashion stylist and having fashion related friends yeah, because he's not necessarily <laughs> fashion forward. He just so happens to have a interest in it. And now he has a team that could really help him push the boundaries. Yeah, but, like he likes the names, but I wouldn't trust that nigga to put together an outfit for me. <laughs> if, if if it came to like without the brand names, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I noticed that people tend to pay attention to a lot of things fashion wise because of the names rather than because of the piece. Right. It's like, oh yeah, y'all niggas ain't get ain't gonna get shit like this elsewhere, and the piece is ugly as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I pray that Rihanna, you know, shows him a little bit about the fashion industry, right? In a more, which is why I think it's a really good PR move because ASAP Rocky is a really like attractive black man that just so happens to have a foot in the high end fashion industry. Mm-hmm. So Rihanna dating him. Would definitely, you know, she's still dating a black man. Hallelujah. Who, but <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. So she can introduce him to people in meetings and expect him to be able to have conversations about like fashion brands, fashion editors, this, that, and the third. But yeah. you know, he doesn't, she doesn't need that. She just needs to not be embarrassed by whoever she has on her arm. Exactly. (laughs) Because it's it's not to us at this moment in time, it's not about ASAP Rocky having Rihanna on his arm. Maybe to some other people, but you know, to the real ones, the real ones know. ASAP is the eye candy. I agree. I think it's it's a smart business plan. Like you said, it's a smart business move. It looks good, good PR strategy. Um, But unfortunately, when it comes to the fans, they're not very happy when it comes to this uh, relationship. And um yeah i understand like on one hand this is their relationship so us as fans or us just as like casual average joe shouldn't necessarily have an opinion on people's relationships but i do think that there is some validity to why people are so skeptical when it comes to rihanna dating asap because of some problematic things and shit that he has done in the past that probably does still linger on with a lot of people, particularly dark-skinned women, because he made his comments about that. Um, also, him making comments about how he doesn't want to be out here fucking talking about, you know, political issues and stuff like that when, you know, I understand that is also a thing, too, that you may not be well-versed in it, but then also you are a Black person in media, so unfortunately your position there is kind of political. So I understand why people are skeptical about it. I could just hope that he has gained some common sense over the years and educated himself because I don't know if Rihanna would tolerate an ignorant ass nigga on her arm. Uh, I, mm, I don't know though, because I feel like sometimes Rihanna does, like, I feel like Rihanna would purposefully turn a blind eye because she doesn't give a shit about stuff like that. Like, right. I wouldn't say she doesn't give a shit, but I feel like it's very minuscule to her. Right. Like, she she's the type of person to be like, Boy, I don't give a fuck about none of that. <laughs> like that shit he said before, like, or you know, this, you know, the type of, you know, you know what I mean. Like, not that she doesn't care, but more about like she's in the moment. So why should she matter? Why should it 
worry her what he said in the past, but also like slim pickings. So, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I slim mean, pickings in the, the comments he did make like, like, in regards to dark skinned women was about like, you know, dark skinned women shouldn't be wearing purple lipstick and you know, that ignorant. Oh, shit. well, yeah, of course. Yeah. But you, you think she really pays attention to shit like that? Right. You're right. And this part is- of me likes to feel like Rihanna is very like she doesn't care because that if she did care, then so many of these people would not be her friend. You know what I mean? Like mm. if if you were as a celebrity had to give a fuck about everything every single person would do, you would have no friends in the industry. And unfortunately, that is true. Sad true. That is the sad truth. You know true. what I mean? So you'd rather be friends with somebody like ASAP Rocky who can learn from his mistakes and be like, Ayo, like I came from a black woman. I can never say stuff like that. And I, I honestly should have never said say stuff like that. And, you know, as somebody who dates black women like Rihanna, you know, yeah. and will have black children. Right. I should know better, you know. I get you. Rather yeah, than true. rather than, you know, Miss Ma'am over here dating a convicted pedophile felon marrying one but you know what good luck to asap and rihanna ultimately is none of our goddamn business but um <laughs> since y'all are public figures we have thoughts and so there you go thoughts and prayers thoughts, thoughts and, and prayers. prayers now let's move on to the next topic which is something that I don't think that any of us really wanted, but also kind of curious, but also kind of like, what the fuck? So there is this new BET show that is going to be produced by Carlos King. And Carlos King is a producer of like Real Housewives and, you know, all the lovely reality shows that we have grown. Sounds like non-black men. Carlos King is a black man, a gay black man. Carlos? Carlos? He must be Cuban. He must be he must be uh, Afro Latina or La- Latina Latino Latinx Latinx I think I think I don't know I heard using the 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 X term was um like whim- women but like with the X in between was made by like turfs and shit so I don't know if that's like a yeah, good term so to use I had uh I had tweeted something at one point in regards to some I forgot what it was. And I mm-hmm. used the term Latinx and people were like, no, we're not. Why are you using that term? And I was like, oh, so I guess that term is not okay. So how do you reference people? Latin people. I think Latin they're people. just Latin people. So this show is mm-hmm. going to be bringing people from girl groups, previous girl groups. Oh boy. Is this the one with the, 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 the Keeley girl? Yes, remember okay. where she be arguing with Latoya Luckett or whatever her name is. Yes, so there was this. So th- the background behind all this um, is that there was a viral tweet that came out that um, was it like last year or a year, or two years ago or so, where mm-hmm. it was a clip from the show that never got picked up, which was about girl groups or like members of girl groups in the past and them trying to like I guess come back into the limelight or like produce music or come together and make music, whatever the case may be. Um, and it was of Keely Williams from um, 3LW and the Cheetah Girls with her lisp. And also it was, that clip was Farrah Franklin, the sixth member of Destiny's Child that we don't like to talk about. Um, so 
Yeah. So now I guess after that went viral, Gabrielle Union, Carlos King, and I forgot who the other person was. Got Not Gabrielle Union being a part of this mess. I expect better from you, Miss Mary. <laughs> and they all came together to produce this girl group show called Encore. And some of the names that are on this show is Aubrey O'Day, the white woman uh, from Danity Kane. Um, I love Aubrey, but I just don't think this is this should be her. There was another black girl in the group called D Woods who should have been on this show because it is a BET show. But no, don't let no black woman embarrass herself like that. Well, unfortunately, there's five other ones who decided to embarrass themselves. So there's yeah, um, decided. Remember that. Decided. Yes. <laughs> so there is Lamisha from 702, which is one of the Greenstead sisters. And then um, Nivia, who was never in a girl group, I guess, is like the wild card pick, which I'm like, well, then that defeats the purpose of the fucking show. I don't know why they chose Nivia. She was the water. So I was very confused as to why. But either way, yeah, the show's coming to BET. I'm excited about it because obviously I'm someone who is a big fan of girl groups, specifically R&B girl groups. So I think it would be interesting to see. I feel like if they were going to pick certain people for this show. And like certain girl groups. I feel like they could have at least picked a better crop of girls. So let me just go through the names because I'm having them up here. A lot of these names now are going to go fly over your head. Um, so there is Shamari, who's from the group Black, which was protégés of Lisa Left Eye Lopez, um, yeah. known for the hit Boom, like an 808 that was unfortunately written by R. Kelly. Uh, then there was Lamisha Grimstead, who was from 702, one of the sisters that was in the group. Pamela Long from the group Total, which was signed to Bad Boy, and New Jersey Natives from Nork. Shout out to her. Uh, Aubrey from Dandy Kane. Like I said, I don't think she really should be there. Fallon and Fisha of the group Cherish that we know from Do It, Do It, Do It, Do It. No, 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 rock it, do it, do it. So do it. Which do one it. is going to be on there? Two well, this all of them are sisters, but the name is Fallon and Felicia. Um, mm. and then Nivea, which, like I said, I don't think should be on there, and then Kelly Williams from 3LW and the Cheetah Girls. I honestly feel as though that the girls it's so weird to me how Kelly is like really, really trying to stay relevant, like right? really, really, really trying. Well, it means she needs to check, I guess. If you had well, at what point do you give up on your career as an actor or like a musician, like your dream, you know? I mean, to be honest, because though, it's never like too Kili. late. We didn't like Kelly in either group. I mean, yes, but <laughs> <laughs> truthfully. So her giving up was kind of like oof. Well, thank goodness. But now she's back. Up. And I'm interested to see how she's going to be like as an adult, because obviously we've been watching her as a young one for so long. So, well, if Twitter is any indication of what she's going to be like, from what I've seen, not mature. Uh, yeah. Is there anybody who you would have loved to see on here? I think it would have been great to have like a proper Destiny's Child Remember, from like, girls groups? Yeah, from Melody. Group. <gasps> Melody. <gasps> Melody. I would have loved to see her fucking talk her shit, bro. Oh my gosh. Why wasn't Melody of was Mel she's not booked? I know she not booked. She probably was like, I'm done. I'm done with this shit. I don't want to deal with it no more. 
Melody from the Pussycat Dolls would have been spectacular. I feel like after your whole career is just talking about the drama that you had with some bitch like five years ago. That was caused by their recording company because they tried to make her the main character. Right. Oh my gosh. I would I didn't even think about, about it Melody. for a quick penny. Yes. I think Melody would have been great. Also, if I could throw anybody in there, I probably would have thrown in um, like I said, a Destiny Child, Latavia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would have thrown in there. Um, if you were gonna get somebody from 702, not I wouldn't get Lamisha. I'll probably get Jamila. She married um, Music Soul Child. And she was mm. on Buzz. And I would have loved to see her again on television because she's amazing. So, yeah. This is an interesting crop. of. I'm excited to see Twitter's opinions, to be honest. And the whole purpose of the show is for them to like come together and create like a, a, a super group and create music or whatever. I mean, hmm, I guess nice. have fun, you know, but I don't think nobody's really going to be into it. But it was greenlit for a full season. So they're getting a full 10 episode. So I'm excited to see, like I said, Twitter's opinions, Twitter's thoughts. So there must be people out there that want to see it. Yeah, they got like greenlit a full season, like not like a five episode special. Um, I really hope that they talk about what they went through in the industry and also more of that. I really could care less about like the petty drama. I kind of really want to know their stories now that they're having. That's what I'm saying. Them. Like them being so young in the industry and dealing with people. Yeah. So. Why are they deciding to come back now? Yeah. So I think that'll be an interesting show. It doesn't necessarily need to happen, but if it does, but since it is happening, we'll. I guess I'll <laughs> just be like that in. girls' club. We'll be tuning in. Yes. Yes. I don't think I'm going to stay in for the full season of Baddies ATL, though, but uh, I will be watching the first couple of episodes to see the shenanigans. Um, so my mom recently told me that kids 12 and up can get their vaccine now. Mm. So she's debating on whether or not she should give Anya the vaccine. I said that wait, it was wait, a wait, smart wait, 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 decision. Wait, wait. Anya's 12? Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> She's grown now. That is disgusting. Like, He's a big are, kid, bro. We I know. Be having full blown conversations. We are getting. How's there? What are you doing? We are really getting older. I saw on your um Instagram story, Anya was like on the skateboard and shit, and I was like, oh my gosh, like she looked tall, right? Yes, she does. She's tall as heck. I love it though. I love having a mini me. But you said kids 12 and up can now get the vaccine now. Yes. Yes. Um, so like their my family and like their friends, like Anya's friends are all debating getting the vaccine. I told her it was a good idea just because like her dad is firmly on the no mask. And yeah, he's like a giant conspiracy theorist and Anya gets sick for everything. So I thought better safe than sorry. Yeah, I but agree. also like she's a child. Yeah, this is a weird one because obviously when as an adult, like you can kind of make those decisions for yourself, like, okay, if I want to take it or not. For a lot of these kids, it's kind of like, well, is it whether your parent wants you to take it or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So but also like vaccinate your kids because we don't want another fucking measles outbreak. 
Um, one hundred percent. Those people who are just anti-vax for children, you are nuts. Like this is just another. This is going to be another one where they debate whether or not they are getting their children vaccinated. But also, like, if you want your kids to go back to school, fucking get your kid vaccinated. It's not a question. Yeah. Like, if you if you want your kids to have friends, save them from the plague. Literally, and there's just I'm so tired of all this misinformation when it comes to vaccines. And I think it's just going to just spew out but of it's control. It's literally on every social media to teach you what it what, what it does, where where it comes from. Yeah, doing this, that, and the third. Like, there's no reason for you to not know the answers to where this stuff comes from. And like every worry that I've heard people, you know, argue with me about, there's a fucking answer for it. Mm-hmm. And if you really think that there's a microchip in my arm, we're already dead. Or people saying, like, I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years. But that goes for everything. Like, you don't know what's going to happen in 10 years in regards to your health. Baby, you got that chickenpox vaccine? (laughs) Right. You sure about that one? Like, we don't know what's going to happen with any of these vaccines. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going to happen. shingles. We don't know what's going to happen years down the line. So all that, uh, I don't want to take it because I don't know. I mean, I understand. But also, at the same time, you don't know anything. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) I don't want to hear it period then, i say go get your kids vaxxed go ahead go and do it <laughs> but then on that that note like if you do get your kids vaxxed the kids can't cheat in school no more <laughs> because apparently there's been a high rise of cheating you know happening because it's so much easier so, you know you're at home you just google that shit who cares that is true. like you know what i feel like when you cheat you still have to learn the answer anyway because you're but- looking up the answer but you have to think about this also, like when we go to school, once we're done with that, that specific year of school, all the information just dumps. Like we don't give a fuck about it anymore. Yup. Yup. None of that shit stayed with me. I couldn't tell you who our 32nd president was. All that. Do I look like I need to know that. Do I look like a historian? No. No, I don't know any of these historians. All the long division that we did in like grade school, all that shit flew out the window. All I know are artists <laughs> that's the only information that i ever retained because it was the only information that was of interest to me artists and world history because who gives a fuck about america right <laughs> except for when it comes to the moments i have to tell people that americans all they did was oppress other you know indigenous people Ugh. the way that they skipped over that shit in history they made sure to skip over that in u.s history Oh, your teachers. I grew up in Hawaii. They never skipped over that shit. We never had a Columbus Day ever. I I didn't know what Columbus Day was until we started coming here. Because in Hawaii, we'd be like, yeah, Columbus Day is a thing, but y'all still can come to school and we'll make cupcakes. So I fucking still went to school because cupcakes. The hell? (laughs) Right. But they taught us that, like, because they try to make it seem like, Oh, they all came together and they all just created this country. Now, like, no, there was literal ethnic cleansing. Like, was it? Oh, yeah. Like Thanksgiving and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we learned that. But then after that, it'd be like, (laughs) there'd be like one little Hawaiian kid in the background. He'd be like, but my mom had told me that Christopher Columbus and Captain Cook was the bad guys. And then, you know, the teacher would have to tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we didn't 
get all that over here. I mean, in Jersey City, we have a whole ass Christopher Columbus Drive. Yeah, I don't, right next to yeah, I don't want to. And there's a fat ass painting of Christopher <laughs> Columbus and and I think an indigenous in indigenous person right next to him is is right by a six twenty six. And I said, what the fuck is this? Who did this? Like this is no Italians. The Italians did it. So that is all of our hot topics. Now we are going to get into one of, I think, our favorite segment because we really go in for this one. But I'm excited for this new one that we're going to introduce at the end of the show. But what's on my timeline? What's on my timeline is a segment where we briefly go over some things that we have saw on our timeline throughout the week. They weren't necessarily hot tops, but they were just some things that we found interesting and we just wanted to address. So now let's see what is on our timeline. You want to go first? Um, I have one that's not on the list that I think everybody would like to yeah, go about. ahead, darling. Um, have you have you seen the new Resident Evil game at all? No. What is going on with that? All right. So within the community, yes, the gaming. Community. So the game dropped last week, right? Mm-hmm. And the community has been in shambles since the preview of the game where they <laughs> the preview hell? one of the bosses. <laughs> well, they preview one of the bosses and she's this beautiful nine foot, nine feet, big tittied vampire mother. <gasps> and she's gorgeous, right? Oh, and now they're making mods of her in lingerie. And as much as I'd like to participate, I don't know how I feel about them sexualizing a game character. Oh, but they have been doing it for years, haven't they? Laura Croft. <laughs> well, they knew what they was doing with Laura Croft and her triangular titties. Yes. And also, like, you know, obviously, I'm not too much of a game. I'm, I'm really not a gamer at all. I just play Pokemon. And mm-hmm. I have seen Pokemon fans, like, sexualize, like, Gardevoir. Yo, the fucking weird. Pokemon, right? Like, why? How? 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 Furries, furries. I'm telling you, furries. <laughs> why? <laughs> it is weird. I feel like it's some incel shit. <laughs> but you know what? The art be good sometimes. You're right. It do. There's some art really that looks good. really nice. But yeah, so that that's been on my. That's really what's been on my timeline lately, just because I'm an avid re fan, mm. and. So it takes place in Romania and she's a very tall woman in this like 1930s garb. And like so many people are putting together mods to like change her clothes. Um, and making a lot of memes of her. And just like the comparison of like a general sized human being next to her nine foot tall ass. There's a scene where she grabs you by the throat and like the game is in first person. So it just feels like she's grabbing you by the throat. It's, it's just all around sexy. And like, I'm not mad at these people for being obsessed with this woman. And it's a shame that she's only in the first part of the game. Spoilers. <laughs> Um, yeah, my other topic was air filters. I saw a video where this person was like, hey, if you smoke, get yourself an air filter, especially if you smoke inside. Mm-hmm. She showed me the one that she got. And 
like she showed me the before and after of the air filter and one was blue and the other one was just straight brown and she was like this has only been like a couple of months and I was like oh hell no I'm just breathing dookie air not only are we in a pandemic but I'm just breathing in dookie air so I ordered myself an air filter and I would suggest that you all order yourself one as well yeah wait air filter for like what your vents and stuff no just for like a, it's like a fan oh like one of those fan fans but it's an air filter what are you looking i'm here? scared oh no i don't want to like learn that i'm living in just dutty air i mean when not only do we live in a city but like also like i have asthma so i thought it would be a good purchase for myself yeah and watch like you instantly start feeling so much better in your chest <laughs> lungs cleared that is crazy. Well, thank you, Naya, for sharing what was on your timeline. Thanks. So now for me, I just want to give a big shout out to Natasha Bedingfield because I think it is so awesome that she got the original dancers, the original black uh, dancers um, that did the unwritten viral dance. Um, I remember mm-hmm. they're like doing it in like malls and shit. And um she got them together and did like a little TikTok with them. And there was even a TikTok where she was like singing live and she was like acknowledging oh, the fact cute. that these are the original dancers for it. Cause you know, obviously this dance has been stolen by so many white TikTok creators and you know, and w- how TikTok operates. It's just crazy how the TikTok algorithm really like panders towards the pristine white, like clean, like, aesthetic and it's kind of trash because like there's so many my timeline is far beyond that like your for you page really tells you who you are when it comes Mm -hmm. to tiktok because the internet is such a open place but also it (laughs) is it becomes when it comes to like these apps with like tiktok and youtube and twitter and stuff like the original black content creator that went viral for it first they seem to get buried among the the, the white creators Yeah. yeah Of course, because the white creators are already the ones that start off with the bigger content, like consumers, right? They mm-hmm. have more subscribers, followers, this, that, and the third, viewers, whatever. So they get to be at the top because this is the one that most people have seen, which means that the people who've created this video, which they half of the time refuse to give credit to, they're always like, oh, I just saw this somewhere. I don't remember who, when you know that there's only like one other person who did the video. And it's not, and it's not like you don't remember who, cause I'm pretty sure you fucking watched that shit on loop. I'm also pretty sure that you had to learn the dance. So you probably watched it multiple times to get the dance down. You just don't want to give credit. Thank you. So, yeah, no, I think it's a very big deal that she, as a large artist, is somebody whose song is being paid attention to, who's obviously going to go viral because it is her song, right? Yeah. Um, it's also great because I we get to see Natasha Bedingfield kind of, like, get a little bit, you know, get some spotlight in today's day attention, and age. Attention, right? Attention, yeah. right? Because I love her, and people slept on her pocket full of sunshine album which i think is one of my favorite albums of all time when i tell you the whole fucking album is good yes uh speaking of tiktok artists acknowledging that their sound has gone viral on tiktok i actually saw this poor girl let me see if i can find her who's basically her sound is trending on tiktok right Mm-hmm. And she, I feel so bad for her 
because she's literally like the trend right now is just people walking to the sound uh, like of her song Mm -hmm. but the song like it's literally like a bunch of skinny people showing off like they're like gta hip walk and she's like when your song is trending on tiktok but the trend is to show off your body and she's an eating disorder recovery oh my god i feel so bad because like these people are like it's like yes i want that exposure but also like I have to go through my song and the engagements on my song and see everybody praising my song while also seeing all these good like bodies, which is terrible because it's like I thought we got past the age of body checking. Right. Um, God damn. I guess you should put a trigger warning. Yes. Trigger warning. (laughs) We need trigger warnings for all all these episodes, honestly. But now speaking of social media. Um, one thing I want to address is people's comments on Demi Lovato now coming out as they and them. And good for so them. Many, good for them. I'm happy. I'm good so for happy them. They're now. still a shitty person. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like it, it, the, that's the thing with me is like Caitlyn is still Caitlyn. Doesn't excuse Caitlyn from being a fucking terrible person. And like, did, doesn't she like support immigration laws and shit like that? Caitlyn's a is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, isn't she like t- a terrible person? But at the, the end of the day, she's still Caitlyn, not Bruce. Yeah, Bruce is a don't don't dead name people. Don't pronoun mispronounce pronoun mispronounce whatever the word is. Oh, wow. People just because they're terrible people. Yeah, but you know, I also don't think I also think that when people do come out with new pronouns. It's exciting for them, but also like I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Well, I guess for it's, us, it's, it's not it's not that big of a deal because we understand, you know, like we we don't really care about things like that. We just want to make sure yeah. that you're comfortable. Like, like if I, like if, if I came out to my friends and was like, "Hey, I go by he him now," like it wouldn't like I, I feel like it's much more of a, a of an embarrassing thing for us to be like, "Oh my god!" But also like they're a celebrity, you know? Yeah, like that no, means a celebrity. And so many people had opinions on their on their coming out. And I just want people to just, just shut the fuck up. Shut up. That's I mean, it. I guess I guess that internal battle would would play a large part in a lot of her the, their backlash, right? Mm-hmm. Like not their backlash, their recent backlash due to the things that they've been doing, like with that donut stunt and how this don't this very small donut shop was selling like a gluten-free or like vegan option something that oh, was i don't, well, I don't know like, what the hell that was i feel like that's what i'm saying what i, I think- feel like a lot of that stuff when you build up your lack of gender identity and expression like some of that stuff does build up in people and it causes them to, to project so i'm not saying that it's a direct cause but it, it's a plausible part of an explanation probably i mean what i think demi <laughs> is on right now is on this journey to really understand the world and to really i think i what i appreciate the world is not just about them what i appreciate about demi is at least debbie's doing the work i I can actively see demi thinking and really trying to understand things (laughs) because remember remember they had they they addressed like um gender i think was it gender reveal parties or something like that uh, Demi was addressing and I was just like 
I agree. Like, these are all things that I had to uh, identify and, and think about Sad. on my own journey to where I'm at now. So I'm, I'm happy to see Demi actively thinking and, you know, doing their role and doing their part and to make sure things are being inclusive. So I respect that. Whatever your beef is with Demi, I understand. It's the same for every uh, celebrity or icon or just somebody who's in the public light that uses their mental health and as an excuse to constantly belittle other people yeah. or hurt other people. Like, not only was this a small business, but this had th- those cookies had absolutely fucking nothing to do with the donuts that they were oh, selling. Oh, like, wait, was not- it about like diet culture or something like that? Yeah. So they had a problem with it because it was promoting diet culture, but some people have eaten. Eating, you know, they Can't didn't take gluten. into consideration that they, there are people that don't have proper eating. Bowser, will you get out of there? Baby, what is your deal? Sorry. <laughs> Six more months. <laughs> and like, you know, not not having that kind of Lacking that kind of cognitive dissonance is what, as a celebrity and forcing other people to have that sort of, you know, it's kind of hypocritical, you know, for you to in one breath call out people, but not acknowledge that there are people that could call you out too. Right. So, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I get it. Demi is an interesting person, but I do, I am very happy to see them actively thinking and you know do, do, do different things I, I i'm i'm living for it honestly i'm living well, yeah, for this of era of demi i don't think it's anything different because when you come out with new pronouns it's something that you always were right oh it's i mean what i was saying people i was saying in regards to like doing things differently that other celebrities aren't which is like addressing you know gender or doing talking about diet culture um because i understand uh, yes. i understood the I root of what demi was saying but then also i feel like the the approach and in approach context the was absolutely wrong <laughs> well that's that's what i'm saying like the whole the whole i i see a problem but i don't see the problem where i'm the problem is <laughs> mm. <laughs> the problem yeah, I so I it. kind of, I think that their new pronouns, congratulations to them for finding the courage to be able to come out in a, in a, you know, in the limelight where people are not so accepting and can be very, you know, ostracizing in terms of a couple of words, you know, literal pronouns, like pronouns are just words. Right. <laughs> so that's a big step, especially when, you know, so many people dislike you right now. But it doesn't mean that just because you dislike them, you use the wrong pronouns. Right. 100%. So that was what that was what what, I can't get the words out. What was on our timeline? There you go. Thank you. (laughs) That's why you got me host of the century. And before we sign off, let's tell some people to fuck off. This is our new segment where we address individuals or things or whatever that we're just, we just want to tell fuck off. If you, wait, let me see. My phone just literally just said, just did a jitter. I don't know what the hell's going. Apple, girl. iOS, they coming out with a new iOS. (laughs) Listen, Apple, don't play with me. So let me do that again. So before we sign off, let's tell some people to fuck off. This is our new segment where we (laughs) tell people 
And, and I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new segment where we tell people to fuck off people or things, some just anything that we just want to tell fuck off. You can tell us who you would like to fuck off via email at the Devon Hour at the Devon Hour email, the Devon Hour at gmail.com or by DMing us at the Devon Hour on Instagram. So tell Period. us. I want to see what y'all who who y'all want to talk shit about. We'll keep it completely anonymous. I just want to hear the tea, baby. Who are you going? We going to tell them to fuck off right there. With you. Yes. <laughs> I got one right now. I got one right now because so they're, they're you my go, neighbors. You go first and who you like to tell uh, fuck off. I, I, because my neighbors are outside right now and they're itty bitty little ass, like lofty ass backyard having like a fish dinner, but it don't smell very good. Like it smells like old fish and it's in my windows right now. Your so neighbors rub me the wrong way. I want them to fuck off. And like, that's not me saying like, oh, uh, it's foreign food and I'm not beat to try. No, it smells like terrible old fish. And I would, I, I need them to fuck off. Like, right and now, you as an Hawaiian would know. Y- yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm surrounded by water and fish. I need these fish, that fried fish to go. Are they doing like a, well, they're right. So I don't think they're doing a fish fry. They have like a little grill, but it's like. They're grilling fish? It smells. There's no reason for it to be in my window. <laughs> Why it smell like that? Oh, and yikes. like I'm Filipino, we put fish sauce in everything. It shouldn't smell like that. Does it smell like? Does it smell like they at least put some seasoning on the shit, like some fresh herbs or anything? No, it smell oh, like they put. No. It smell like they drowned it in vinegar and like left it out for three days. In the sun. Not no pickled ass fish. Anyways, <laughs> now I'm disgusted. So who's the person that you really or what's the thing that you really want to say fuck off to? <laughs> Other than your neighbors. Uh ooh, um. No, you go first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My brain, I drew a blank. <laughs> so who I would like to dedicate. So, okay, I really wanted to tell a politician to fuck off this week because all of them have been on my nerves. And I was you going got to Joe Biden already. <laughs> I was going to do Biden, but I felt like that was easy. And then I was going to do Fulop because I just hate Fulop. And that's just, it is what it is. We can tell him fuck off every day. Yes. But I feel like I want to dedicate this to Texas, to the Texas governor, Greg Abbott, Abbott. Mm-hmm. And this heartbeat bill that was oh, passed. Yeah. Fuck that. And essentially, this heartbeat bill is an anti-abortion bill that was passed in Texas. I saw a video. I saw a video the other day where this girl was saying that she had to, like, the six week. So the heartbeat bill, right, is that you can't have an abortion after six weeks, which is essentially when you find out that you're pregnant because. You can't find out that you're pregnant until after your first period, right? Which Mm -hmm. is at, you know, it varies between person to person. Right, yeah. But it's essentially on average a month long. Right. So four weeks is a month. (laughs) It's 28 days, which means that you only have two more weeks to find out if you're pregnant, which which is the time period at best to find out when you're fertile. But, you know, you don't really, like the percentage of knowing is so low that people could go 
and that's not including people with regular, you know, periods, this, yeah. that, and the third. And it could still be like a false, you know, false negative or whatever, you know? Yeah. What I mean? So like six weeks is like the, the very bare minimum to find out if you're pregnant or not. Like you have to either be planning that shit or be on it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like this, this poor girl, like she didn't find out. She found out when she was six weeks she had to fucking fly all the way to florida she was way too early in her trimester in her semester to to have an abortion like most of the times doctors won't let you do it but considering the circumstances they allowed her to do it which is like you're putting your life on the line for something that hasn't even come to fruition yet because Mm -hmm. of a law that dictates your choice over your own body which you know like why is a man giving the, the why are men <laughs> biological men cis men <laughs> why are cis men <laughs> that, that's it yeah like, why are why? people who don't have periods dictating whether or not pregnancy can or cannot be a choice right because at the end of the day yes an abortion is also a possible health risk but 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 what comes with a child is so stressful (laughs) yeah some people are not ready for that which is why planned parenthood planned parenthood (laughs) should be supported exactly i like i think you just took just because you got stuck with your kid doesn't mean i I need to get stuck you took the words right out my mouth i don't know why a man (laughs) is doing it but i feel like but just texas in itself is just fucked up like besides this whole heartbeat bill that was passed this the the now they're now they're saying oh we're 100 open you don't have to wear masks and all this other shit i'm like texas is literally going to burn in hell so yeah fuck greg abbott next who do you want to tell the fuck off me myself i feel like i need to get it the fuck together sometimes i gotta yell at myself you know (laughs) i feel like i haven't been taking my time very seriously but i feel like also like it's getting warm outside so i'm like recharging myself because the summertime in the warm era is really when i start to take flight but it gets cold here too fast so then i'm just in a never-ending circle of bullshit so i feel like i need to you know put a stop to that this year and really really take it in that i'm an adult now (laughs) goodness not you telling yourself to fuck off yeah but on the topic of you know you buying yourself some new shoes i would like to call you out for your lack of sustainability sir (laughs) Uh uh-huh okay go ahead beat me up eat us all up no okay so um basically like i really I, I noticed that like people tend to have this this thing where they do performative trending when it comes to certain topics of you know distress i.e black lives matter mm-hmm. um the ocean ice caps ice you know not ice like you know cold but ice like you know immigrants <laughs> and um I feel like all the time there's like a timeline of like a week before it stops becoming important for everybody else. And it's really frustrating to see yeah. because things like sustainability, things like these, these children in cages and things like Palestine versus Israel, they don't have time. We don't have time to, to just think about it now and then pretend it ne- it's never happening again. Like, like Syria, stuff like that, you know? 
Mm. Like that shit is still happening. Yeah. And we we these it's not important to us now. Like Black Lives Matter is still happening. Like these days kids are getting killed by like it's regular. Like it's regular to see a child's face on the news now. Like I feel like I'm so desensitized to it. So I'm I'm it's kind of a big fuck you to the people that that caused this desensitization by flooding our timelines with it in a way that makes it look not important. Yeah, I mean I think it's it's a weird balancing <sighs> act, right? Like you have in one hand, you don't want to become desensitized to it, but then on the other hand, it happens you so can't frequently. Shut up about it. Yeah, it happens so frequently that unfortunately we can't like you said we can't shut up about it. But then who I really just want to blame is is the is the people who have the uh, accessibility and the power <laughs> that be like they're they're the cause of Performer, all this bullshit. Poor farmers, the ones that be like, oh, I'm so sorry that this is happening and then do nothing about it. Yeah, I agree. There are indigenous women going missing every week. That's so many women, bro. And I think about it regularly. How many How many of our girls are Black women or Hispanic women? These girls that are, are enrolling into the military and going missing. That one girl whose body still hasn't been found. Yeah. Like, isn't that, this is fucking crazy. And like, nobody's thinking about that anymore. And it's like, why? I still remember you. <laughs> I still remember that that black girl, Oluyuotowin. I can never say her name right. How she went missing. Mm -hmm. And then they found her dead. Like, that shit racks my brain regularly. And I feel like people think about it, look at it, and it's like, oh, the news is the news. But God forbid we forget 9-11, right? Every tragedy is a tragedy in my brain. (laughs) Yeah. Ugh. I agree. <laughs> Fuck you to the people that make life sad, but also life, there would be no happiness without sadness. That's deep. There's deep nothing there's that's there's nothing to celebrate without the sadness in your life, you know. Yeah, it's true. There's nothing exciting without mundane. But I don't want to live in this anymore. No. I'm tired, Grandpa. <laughs> that's, that's too damn bad. Damn bad. <laughs> if that's not life, like um, screaming at me that all day for that damn movie for holes. Is this, is this that's holes? Yeah, that's a book, isn't it? It was a yeah. It is a book. I think they changed it. I think. There was a lot of complaints because they changed so much from the book. Obviously, it's a Disney movie, so it's probably. I was gonna say, isn't it a Disney movie? That's why. Side note: Shia LaBeouf and just the transition of where he was to where he is he okay? I heard that he's like really. I think he's like about to go. Remember, because FKA Twigs, that whole situation with FKA. Yeah, that poor girl. She needs to stop dating them weird ass white men. But honestly, she ain't no better. Did you see? Um, well, not talking about like the abuse or whatever, but besides that, but obviously, like FKA Twigs talked about her colorism and how, um, her as a light skinned person, right? She's light skinned, so I was like, colorism, I don't think that affects you, darling, but okay. I mean, it affects us, but in a very like, you know, it's kind yeah, you're of right, like- yeah, it, it affects y'all in a way that. <laughs> 
it's kind of like it's kind of like if 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 you were complaining about a thorn in your finger while staring at jesus crucified to the to the you know cross you know (laughs) that's kind of how colorism for light-skinned people works like it still hurts but you're not you're not nailed to a wall mama (laughs) right oh before i forget so this is who i also wanted to deliver my fuck off to i wanted to say fuck off to this guy on instagram on twitter i believe his name was ralph he right now he deactivated his fucking twitter account and smell like bitch up in here right i've been trying not to use the word pussy and bitch to degrade people but it's just it works so well (laughs) (laughs) for me for me those words are so non-binary because at the end of the day pussy just means cat and you know what them baby little ass bitches (laughs) okay and there you go like so yeah, fuck yeah. it. <laughs> this guy Ralph, who was on Twitter, he talked about gentrification and basically what he was saying. Obviously, when some when the time his name is Ralph, I don't give a fuck what he got to say. So Ralph was basically <laughs> defending gentrifiers and being like, um, you shouldn't blame gentrifiers for what's going on. You should be blaming the the you know the city councils or whatever and developers. And I said, why not both? <laughs> you could you could blame both it's literally both of, is there but both they go hand in hand. They go hand the, in hand the city council and the, the the officials are the ones that cause the gentrification which allow gentrification they are supporting the gentrification and the gentrifiers are the ones who are like calling the cops they're, when they're lobbying they're lobbying these people in order to allow for gentrification who do you think supports all these buildings bitch that (laughs) where do you think they get the money for that shit (laughs) that and also like when these people move into these black and brown neighborhoods because nine times Mm -hmm. out of ten is a white person who is gentrifying the area um Mm -hmm. or groups of white people when they move into these areas now they're calling the cops because we're playing our music too loud or like you are moving into a culture and you're complaining about the culture that you moved into and so now you're policing the area now you're i miss block parties now you're changing the environment of the area because now you think it's too loud or whatever the case may be. And that's what I'm saying. Like, fuck gentrifiers and fuck the government. It's both of y'all. But the crazy thing is, is that, like, if they turn out to have a party like that, nobody gonna call the fucking cops on them. Like, we want to have parties, too. But respect that shit. If we go on till four in the morning, you better fucking make a pot of your shitty ass mac and cheese and bring it down and act like you know what's good. <laughs> right, remember Jersey used to have like the stop, stop it, stop it, shop, and get yourself a fucking veggie platter. We used to get, we used to have like the Puerto Rican parades, the Caribbean parades, and they used to go mm-hmm. on all into the next day. Mm-hmm. And nobody which is like, what's the big deal? Like, if we're a place that's supposed to celebrate our diversity, these things are needed. Which, like, obviously they understood that because we wouldn't have the license to have these parades in the first place. But now our our officials, right, are becoming the people that want to gentrify these places. These people are people who don't even live here. You think Fulop fucking lives in Jersey City? I think the fuck not. Apparently he's over there in Rhode Island. Exactly. What, What do you expect a man who doesn't even walk these streets to know about this area? Right. He, he was fucking born and raised in bitch ass Edison, New Jersey. Ew. Ew. <laughs> but luckily there is now he has a challenger for the mayoral race and is this I want a woman. Man. 
I need I need more women in office because they would get shit done. You like would not think. white women. I need I need more women of color. No, you would think, but unfortunately, <laughs> a lot of the because there's a couple major cities in America that have uh, mayors who are women, black women. Yes, yes. And Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. I forgot the other one. <laughs> I, I won't. I don't want to say DC. Every time, every time I think of her, I just think of her in that big old suit and her little ass head, being like, <laughs> "Oh, that shit I don't want to so say. I don't want to say DC, but there is, yeah, there are black women in power, and they're just as worse as the white men. So honestly, I feel like a lot of the times it's because they have to constantly challenge the white women and upstage them in order to get to where they are. So they have to do things that are not so moral and make decisions that are not so moral in order to gain the favor of the people who are underestimating them. But then that depends the purpose of us electing your, your ass in the first place. Because that's what I've noticed in AOC a lot is that she's becoming to starting to become the thing that she hates the most like you know you you either die or you live long enough to see yourself become the monster type shit (laughs) and it's kind of sad because you go in there bright-eyed expecting to change the system when really you just have to fucking tear it apart there there is no no more what is the word reform there is no it's it's just fucking get rid of it get rid of the whole (laughs) thing throw it away fire everybody no, Money honestly. doesn't exist. Did you know that the world is $340 trillion in debt? The world? Who are we giving that money to? I would love to know. Ridiculous. Nobody's in debt because money doesn't exist. <laughs> Period. And that's what it boils down to. So deliver my fuck off to that bitch too. Uh, the Ralph dude who made me think about all this. And deliver the fuck off to the world and government officials and all that good stuff as well. So that is the end of the episode like i said make sure you tell us who you would like to say fuck off to on in on our dms on the devon hour dot i will say the devon hour.com bitch we ain't there yet but <laughs> on our instagram on at the devon hour and at our gmail the devon hour at gmail.com period so that is it is there any final thoughts before we say toodaloo I don't think I've ever plugged any of my socials on here. Plug your um, socials, <laughs> My Instagram is Ganja Gyal, Gyal, G-Y-A-L, not G-I-R-O, because, you know, we from the islands. Ganja, like, you know, Kush Kush, G-A-N-J-A. Um, and then I guess, you know, my Twitter and my, you know, not so safe for work content is Angel Hashira, H-A-S-H-I-R-A. And you can find me there and find all my naughty pics there. <laughs> Cracking up. <laughs> if you want to see me act a fool. Yeah, that's it. I only have Twitter and Instagram because what is the TikTok? And y'all are not allowed to see my Tumblr. So <laughs> that's all I have to say. There you go. I have no final thoughts. I just wanted to hear you talk. <laughs> Be kind to yourselves again. You know, friendly reminder to do that. Take your breaks. Breathe in some air. It's supposed to be like 80 something degrees. Um, are we going to see them next week? It's Memorial Weekend. Right. I'm not going to be here. I guess not. Unless we record earlier in the week, probably Thursday or something. Yeah. I, no, it can't be Thursday. It would have to be like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, which is probably not going to happen just because 
I have to prep because we're going camping. <laughs> so I guess we won't see you guys next weekend. I miss you. Just give you more time to think about who you want to tell to fuck off. Yep. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Devon Hour podcast, our Monday segment where we talk shit and say how we feel. So next week or this Friday, there's going to be an interview with Matt Palmer on the Friday Spotlight who, from the YouTube channel Two Game Ads. We're going to be talking about his huh. new single and also his new album, The Good Parts. That is going to be released on the same day on May 28th. You asking the wrong bitch, bro. Uh, I think May 29th because the 31st is Sunday. Something like that. I don't know. I've lost all track of time. (laughs) So there you go. Go check out that um, when it comes out on this upcoming Friday. And like Joe said, we will not be recording I guess next week. So, no, we'll miss you. <laughs> I guess, yeah, there's more time just to tell you, just to tell us who you like to address. Maybe I might do like a little 15, 20 minute thing on my own. Or, a kiki? Bring a guest yeah. On. You know. Yeah. yeah. So well, there- I'm gone because I'll be in the woods, you know, living off of phone data. Hopefully, I don't get, you know, caught up by some camp killer. Girl, why would, why would you project that? Because I think it would sound really fun. <laughs> like in hindsight, I probably wouldn't survive, but like the sadistic in me would like would definitely have one of those like girl boss comeback moments, you know, like those final girl moments. I feel like that's I find sick. it funny whenever like you know somebody who you thought was like slayed and then they come back at the end and like save the day when the reality you kill everybody, me. Or the reality <laughs> of the situation is if I think if you were in that position where okay you got like stabbed or whatever but you ain't dead yet the thing you should be doing is getting the fuck up out of there running don't be saving nobody don't try to be the hero <laughs> in the situation <laughs> go no. home no honestly so many horror movies I'm like girl Call Uber no like if I was the you know the one where they're like mm, I'm just gonna stay here I, like I would stay there just fucking stay there. <laughs> don't move. Don't be like, all right, I think I'm going to come with y'all. No, go and go home. Go home. Don't be friends. If you see your group of friends dropping like flies, don't even bother. Let them figure that shit out themselves. Yeah, it's time Don't to bring go. that shit to my doorstep. <laughs> I don't think I'm, I don't think I'll ever put myself in a situation where I'm in one of those things. But uh... I mean, we're going to like a camping site, so I doubt that would happen. But like also... If I was like in the middle of the woods, like, do you think that you would have what it takes to survive? Like, say, if you just got lost somewhere, you know what it would be. Because also another thing, if I feel like a lot curl of curl up and die, such a side conversation. When because <laughs> I feel like whenever one of those things happen, mm-hmm. I think I'm the type of person who gets so lost in the woods that I don't think the the killer would like try to come get me or anything because they're like well he's too far deep into the woods any fucking way so <laughs> he'll just die there because <laughs> i'm just one of those people who just like y'all running one direction i'm running into the complete other opposite. other direction right but also like if you get separated from the group he might just come after you 
I don't know. I've been watching a lot of Dead by Daylight lately, which is like a game that's based off of horror games mm-hmm. where you get stuck in like a map and it's supposed to be like um, the setting of like a horror movie. And then you play against like a, a horror character. One of them is actually, I think, Michael Myers. And he just chases you and four other people around and you guys are supposed to like put these generators back together so that you can um, power up the door to escape. And it, it's quite entertaining because it's like, can you imagine that, bro? Like, if you had to seriously like sneak around somebody who would, pr- who strategically predicts your every move in order to kill you, could you do it? Also, like, where are the serial serial killers these days? Where are they? Where are they? At? <laughs> what the fuck? All right. So we're gonna end Nobody's up- serial killing like they are. They used to, you know? Anyways, thank you so much <laughs> for tuning into this week's episode of the Dev of the Devon Hour. I was of the Devon Hour. Um, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Uh, you're gonna think episode. I'm a psychopath uh, now. We might or might not have an episode um next week, next Monday. But if we do, you'll be updated. If we don't, you'll be updated. So Thank you for taking an hour out of your day to listen to us run our mouths, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. Peace.